0: Welcome to the Monsters and Treasure podcast, where we talk way too long about a topic, but only give you the best parts. I'm K.R. King of D&D Homebrew, here as always with Daniel Norton of Bandit's Keep. How are we doing today, Daniel?
1: I'm good. Uh, Let me roll for something. Nah, I'll just hand wave it. As usual. So, K.R., we were just talking about, like, changing situations, or you you had used the word fudging. Maybe that's not the right word. We'll we'll kind of work our way through it. Uh, We were just talking about that, of course, before we start recording (laughs) <laughs> um, but <laughs> exactly. I was about to say, I was about to say, my first podcast ever. I think one of the first ones was called something like "Trust Your Players," and it was it was actually not exactly this, but and trust your GM too. But it was the idea that people are there to build a story together, right? So oh, we're gonna get the see people are gonna start agreeing with you if you disagree with that. I know, right? Like I think that the, the the you're there to do this thing, right? You're playing this game, you're doing this thing, and basically, there's gonna be times where. You've got to make a call as a GM, or the table has to make a call where something's going to happen. Like, for instance, if you know, so this is, it was actually a reference to railroading, which maybe we'll go sideways here, but the idea that like you need the characters to do this thing. Well, if the players are playing their characters and the thing is a thing that should make sense for whatever's going on in the world, you should, you need to trust that they're going to do it. You shouldn't have to do hold their hand or force them via magic, which was the case in the set I was, I was talking about. Oh, well, your characters have to do this magically because that's what happens. It's like, let us be our characters. Let us do the things our characters will do because you have to trust that the players are going to do the thing that needs to be done. And I think on the same token, this is where this comes around, you have to trust uh, the GM, right? You have to You have to look at it and go, if they're making a call in a certain direction, it's because it's part of what's going on here. And wh- where this started was, I was talking about how the they had captured, they had helped this elf who was an uh, elf wizard, and they cast Dispel Magic. And I said, really, I should have had them roll because it was cast by a higher level magic user, but I didn't. And then that's when you used the word fudge. But then I said, well, but I told them that I was not making them roll. And I think there's a difference there. So I think that's part of what we're going to talk about here is the idea of like hand-waving, and letting the players know or hand-waving and not letting them know. So, I mean, that's at least where I'm coming at this. You tell me where you're at.
0: Well, that's interesting because I would have to unpack, as always, what you were talking about there, which is, <laughs> first of all, trusting the players, or, uh, saying that things need to go in a way or I'm doing something sort of narratively. Right. We're having this narrative storytelling, which say I run a sandbox thing, so I'm always trying in a way mm-hmm. to let things unfold the way the how players do things and then how the npcs react to how they do things but not necessarily in any way that i know is going to happen right so things unfold so like we have this real evil or she was their nemesis this vesper and through a series of things the players did they found this person that alexor who was her boss who was in this character they had a relationship he was abusive and suddenly they're very sympathetic to her on their own Mm -hmm. and they decided they went to her and said look and now she's an NPC, and she's. And I, re, I rolled, and she's reacting. Now she's an ally of the players. Nothing I had ever thought was okay. going to happen. Right.
1: Really? But it was I, their I, I, activity. Hold on. I'm going I'm to break in just to unpack on you. I think that you did think they were going to do that. Because you don't make an evil villain have a an abusive <laughs> partner and all this other stuff unless you want the players to possibly be sympathetic. That's not something you put into the game unless you want them to do that. So you're putting something out there with, at least in the back of your mind, going, they might potentially see this as, oh, this is why she's like that. If not, why is it there? Why is anything in your in your game unless it's set? It's
0: interesting because I wanted to have a. So I sort of thought of this person and this guy who was the son of the evil head mm-hmm. of the whole clan. So they have this relationship. So it's very much like a telenova, or you know, it's very much like a a, mm-hmm. a storyline. Almost uh, soap operay in that sense, although it's not. It's done in this very gritty way, but just like a spaghetti western, where you have the the guy, the main guy, and then this woman, sure. And they and, it, and I sort of veered into this sadomasochistic relationship, and the players <laughs> <They're there. laughs> ang- figured that angle out. And then I uh-huh. thought to myself, just what you're saying, oh, that's kind of interesting. So yep. was it in the back of my mind? I don't know. It's hard to analyze now because it's well, three course, months yeah. ago or whatever. But the point is, is that they sort of said. They went in this direction, and I thought that's interesting as the GM. I could have easily just said, well, no, she's evil and she hates you and ah, or she tricks you and pretends that she's having this relationship. Blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, she goes, da-da, like, you know, snidely right. whiplash. So, but that's one thing about narratively. If you're saying they, I want them to do
1: something. No, that's not what I'm saying. So, um, so, so, okay, your, so your go example ahead. Is, so, that's example example when I'm
0: unpacking what you're saying, but right. I haven't even gotten yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your so you're your saying example. there's a certain thing that has to happen or no, no. something. So First of ahead, all, sh- shout of out railroad. to,
1: shout out to, uh, tel- 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 <laughs> <laughs> If nobody, yeah. I, I lived in Miami for a while. Oh my God, those soap operas are amazing. But, anyways, uh, yeah. And Stidley Whiplash. Two, two shots. So, uh, What I would say there, and this is exactly what I'm talking about, it's a perfect example, you as a uh, DM put something out there in the world, and I'm I'm psychoanalyzing you and saying that it's because you thought maybe the players would go this way because you made her sympathetic. Then they trusted you as a GM to think that this is real, real enough, you know, maybe they did some investigation, that they sided with her. And if you had snidely whiplashed uh, them, then they would never trust you again. And this is what I'm talking about. If you if you go okay, listen. The uh, there's a so in this case it's like there's a magic spell cast upon you, right? So it's different between like putting a guise on somebody or saying, hey, this situation is such that you understand heroes will react to it, right? Like I would go back to your your little kid thing. I actually mentioned that in the video. I don't know if you saw the video. Like I think you had that bend to kick the little kid. It may be in the back of your mind purposefully because you thought the player characters would do something. I would. That's why I would put that in there. It's like I know my players well enough to know that if if somebody's picking on a child or, or a helpless person, they're going to get involved. I trust that they will. And when I say need, I mean, in this case, of course, what I was talking about was a very specific narrative. I wasn't the GM. It was a Call of Cthulhu scenario, so we had to do a thing. But it's like, we would have done it. Like, I would have done the thing because I know that that's what we need to do, right? People go, oh, horror movies are stupid. Why do people walk into the dark? Well, because that's what people in horror movies do, right? It's like, that's the thing. Like, heroes are heroic. They save people. They do things. We're playing, theoretically anyways, heroes in the game. And we have to trust that the players will. I mean, they're not going to do stupid things, but they're going to go in the right direction. You can't push them too hard. So, but what this comes back to is the second point, which is the players have to understand that if you do something, like if you just say, well, that's not possible or it just happens, that you're doing it for the same reason. Because in the world, this is what makes sense. This is what is going forward. You can't always rely on the dice. The dice are there to arbitrate when it's unclear what should happen. But you don't always, the dice are not controlling the situation. The table is in my mind.
0: I think that, the, so this is another aspect of, mm-hmm. so first of all, well, you're going to hand wave the the Dispel Magic yeah. because you said, oh, they them. put all this work in, all these extra, these sort of things that don't right. have anything to do with the game itself per se. They just have to do with the mechanics of playing, Whoa. but they don't have anything to do with the situation where there's what? a rule on Dispel Magic. There's just a rule, and this is what you have to do. And you're oh, saying, since you did all these other mm-hmm. things, yep. I'm going to wave it, right. but that has nothing to do with the rule itself. The rule is the rule, right? And so what happens is, you also trust your players to say, You're gonna hand wave this time, but he's not gonna hand wave every time. But That's they're it. also gonna be in the back of their mind thinking, but you never know. He he, he hand waved it one time. Whereas if you're a person that they just know mm-hmm. if there's no way in the rule that says this, he's not gonna he's not gonna go there. So you gotta be ready to yeah, I'm not that potentially person. you know, what's that? I'm not that person. Yeah, I'm right, but there are. I mean I've, I've played with oh, them yeah. they're just like, This is the game. Me too, and one time. So, yeah. So and if you could say, well, I'm, I'm that's not fun for me or whatever, or I like that because it's a challenge or whatever, whatever the thing is, because I I also will hand wave stuff sure. uh, again. I don't necessarily feel the need to say sometimes I will say when, especially when it's very uh, basic, I'll just say, you know what you could. We could sit there and role play this out, but it doesn't. The, the guy's gonna w- want you to do this, or the person wants you to do that, right. or you guys have done this because we're exactly. playing a game. We only have four hours. I'm not gonna sit here because mm-hmm. I've played in games where that happens. I've just played in a game right. online four <laughs> hours to negotiate to get guys to dig out a mine shaft. I'm just like, dude, my life is passing me by, <laughs> right? Just hand wave it. Just say, don't make I oh, always right. making us like do charisma checks to see if they want to help us dig. I'm like, what the well-
1: Okay, and then, so, you know, so you this fail this is a the example.
0: check because that's the way the dice went. Right. right. I got to start again. And I'm no, like, really? Now, this so, is a perfect example, but,
1: right? Go ahead. So I'm assuming, and I, I you told me a little bit about this. I'm assuming that yeah. th- this needed to be done, right? That basically, yeah. you're, you're on an adventure path and this thing needs to be excavated. It has to be, right? So they're <laughs> yeah. making you make checks, making the dice decide whether or not it can be done when it needs to be done, right? And, 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 and again, that GM is putting a lot of trust in some level, first of all, in the dice, which is a bad idea. But also in you that you're not just going to be like, well, screw it then, we're not going to do it. Let's just go off and you know <laughs> go to the tavern and say f off, you know. Because w- how fun is that to keep rolling for something? So yeah, I could have. But see, I, and what I'll say is this: in the adventure, in the 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 situation that when we put things into the the game, at least on some level, I always think of things as being there for a reason, right? There's a story reason, and there's also mechanical reasons right? something's there, right? If you come to a trap there's a reason why the trap's there, right? It's, it's to delay you, it's to capture you, it's to whatever. So the, the point of this person being there was a resource drain to both time and spells. I figured that they would use magic to uh, help them because I, I know my players well enough to know that after they were sure they were safe, they would help somebody. But then also, that they had done that, and that's what I was talking about before. They had already done all this stuff. They'd already put a lot of time into it. They'd already cast multiple spells. It did the thing it was supposed to do. So to then go, well, you know what? You did all that and you get nothing for it because the dice say, even though you did everything right as a player, the dice say no, so too bad for you. That doesn't work for me. Like I say, you did the right thing. You looked in the right place for the secret door. You find it. We don't roll for that. You do the thing, which is use up resources to help this person. You succeed. There's no, uh, you know, and again, this wouldn't be the same thing in combat. I don't go, well, you came to combat with a sword, so you win. There's different things. And the players know that and, it's openly discussed at the table. And I think that's the difference where when you said fudging earlier, fudging situations where I had that, I went off on a, a, a soliloquy <laughs> about how I think fudging is when you're lying to the players. I don't think, well, first of all, usually I just don't roll something. I'm very much against changing something that was rolled, but I often will not roll if I don't think it's important. And the players know that and they can use that. And sure, but I've never had a player say to me, Oh well, that other time you waved it—never, not even once in my whole time. So if you sit down at my table and say that, you'll be the first. <laughs> you know they know it's uh, one time because I tell them Okay, that. and this is
0: what I would say back. to yeah. what they might not say it. Okay. But they may know it, right? They may not say that because that's one of those things that if you're a player, you may not, you may not even discuss it among among yourselves. They might discuss it, but they—but they know. But they with. know it. <laughs> What's that? No.
1: But again, see, I tr- see. This is maybe I'm foolish. But this is exactly that word again, trust. Well, I, I don't trust... think it's
0: foolish. I think it's just like, it's like the old thing about people talk about everybody or whatever, right? Or people, t- okay. but, but you just don't want to overhear them talking about you. Sometimes you'll overhear them. It's a great thing they're saying, but you never know. So you don't want to hear people talking about, it. you don't want to hear people talking about you as a GM because mm-hmm. you may not like the fact that they're saying, oh yeah, he he's a softy. He won't really kill us. Don't worry. Or something like that. And then they're in an actual situation where they're like, is he going to kill us? Right. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. It's like sports. It, every the reason they play have to play the game is you have the big team that's going to win every game, and then the little team comes in, and one day the football gods or whatever, baseball gods, go against them, and every bounce doesn't go their way, and every play, and this and that, and the small team wins. Mm. And you can't believe it. And then you have a game where the little team is about to win, but but luck, the, the roles catch up with them because the other team is better, and they're crushed at the end. And you're like, oh, but they gave a good fight or whatever. But a lot of the people, the supporters of that little team, are like, but couldn't we have just, couldn't we have just won that game? I mean, it was so close, right? Well, when you're in a narrative D D thing, it's not real life. It's not the dice rolling. You are fudging, as it were. However, you want to discuss it. I'm right in front of you, going to say, you know what? I wanted the little guy to win, so I just, I kind of hand waved a few things. <laughs> well, and uh, oh, and the players big... were all like, oh, oh yeah, because it's okay. a narrative game versus just not saying it and saying, well, that's fudging if I do it behind the screen. No, but the point is in a narrative game, the temptation not to let the dice unfold because it may not be that entertaining. It may not be that narratively interesting is, you know, what did people object to with game of Thrones where he purposely did things that went against our usual narrative expectations to the point of like, this is making me mad reading this or I had other issues reading his books, but So people didn't like that. They don't like when you don't do those things, when you say sometimes the evil guy just kills all the people. and There you go. Ha ha. Of course, that's the way it works in real life, but that's not what I'm expecting in a story. So, so to me, that's when you say, whether or not you want to say it in front of them or whether you want to do it behind the screen, to me, that's a kind of semantic. I get where you're saying, I'm going to,
1: I don't, I have this,
0: I have this thing against. It's it's very different to
1: lie to somebody. It's different to lie to somebody. Fudging is rolling, saying, I'm making a commitment. This well, monster's attacking you. That's your, that's your you. definition
0: of fudging. I well, mean, and I, okay. And I'm defining but it right now. Someone this else might say you're fudging you. when you
1: do that. No, it's, uh, it's, it's very clear. I'm defining it. That way you know what I'm saying. You could say that I'm not right. If I say this dragon attacks you and I roll the die and it kills you, and I go, no, it doesn't, right? That might be fudging, right? Because I'm, you're you're. But if I go, the dragon is going to run, Right. That's also fudging because that's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. But if I say we're not going to roll for this because it just makes sense. You can get across the street. You can walk across the street without being hit by a car. You're in a safe place. You can cast this spell. Magic. You can do these things. It's going to work. It's fine. It's just it's you are this level character. You are this competent. You can succeed. We don't always have to roll for everything. It's like you're. It's the same thing as digging your your thing there. There would have been no difference if they failed or succeeded in that at this moment in the game.
0: Okay. Well, then I could say it this way. I could say you have a definition of fudging of like uh, rolling something. You're, to the you're saying I, li- I don't like to roll. To so it's players. all fixated on the roll. You say I don't like to roll and not give out the roll. So I won't roll. You said that earlier. I don't like to roll right. for things because you have this happen. thing against once I roll it, there's this sort of totemic power to the roll. If I right. roll it, I don't want to not take that roll. So I'll avoid rolling it to avoid that situation, which is yes. okay. That's fair. Because it allows you to uh, make other decisions. hmm And I'm always saying, uh, not always, but to a lot of extent, the dice is your friend in that when you decide and when you have roles for things, if you try to convince when you have characters uh that are going to be your friends of your friends and all. I'm sorry, players that are your friends, I'd say, or have a certain style of trying to convince people to do things. You're going to have a tendency to let them, they're, they're going to explain something, they're going to say, and you're going to go, yeah, that makes sense, and off you go. And that may be just your your, your group of friends, and that's how we do things that we don't. Need. Versus when you try to roll for something, and you just get a bad roll, you get a bad roll. The guy doesn't like you for some reason. I, as the GM, don't know why. I have no idea why. All I know is he rolled a one reaction to you. He can't stand you. You remind him of his school teacher from when he was in second grade, and he hates your guts. That's the roll system, right? Now, you may say, I don't like that. I just want to do a narrative kind of, I'll, they did a good job. And that's just at a very specific, tiny example, but it goes out from there where, where do the roles start and stop? And you've made a decision that not only do you, you you're not going to ever, if you make a role, whatever that role is, I'm going to stick to it. That's right. Whereas I'm saying, right. I'm saying that it's a false distinction because if you're, unless you're going to roll for everything, then who cares? You're just, it's just, whenever the situation is such that you don't necessarily want to get them screwed
1: or something no, to have no, no, a bad no, see, outcome. There it is. I knew you were getting right. there. I knew you were getting there. That's what? not it at all. To the. You well, roll. they're going
0: to have an unfortunate, unfortunate outcome. No, no, an you unfortunate roll. Outcome I'm, I'm going to tell you
1: exactly right now when you roll. You okay. roll when it's unclear what should happen based on the narrative and the understanding of what's happening in the world, If which is exactly the same thing as crossing the street. A high-level magic user casting a dispel magic in a safe place. Yes, it says you might have to roll for it, or it says you have to roll for it, whatever. It says it's been some rule. But the narrative would, would say, you know what? Okay, fine. They roll, and there's a very small chance they fail. And then what's going to happen there? What is going to happen if they fail that? Nothing. And I know that because I know he can't remember spells because he's not rested. So it's not like they cast that and all of a sudden he's a powerful wizard on their side. Them casting Dispel Magic had no effect on gameplay at all. So why make them fail the role? It just is like, okay, you failed. Haha. Ha. Like, what's the point? Then they feel like they wasted their time doing this thing, and that's not, that doesn't feel good for anybody. Now, if. He had a bunch of spells built up, and if, they, when they cast that spell, he was going to be a powerful ally, you better believe 100% I would have had them roll, because that would change the narrative. That's an unknown factor. No matter what happened in this case, right, whether they passed their charisma check to dig the tunnel or didn't pass the charisma check, the tunnel's getting dug, right? The, The wizard will eventually be, no matter what, they're going to be a useless person that they're carrying with them and having to protect now, and not only that, because they spent the time and cast a spell... They feel like they it's a resource that they kind of paid for, right? So now they have ownership of it. We've saved this guy. He could potentially be an ally later. We're gonna make sure we protect him. We're not gonna just like throw him off a cliff because we don't want him around, right? This is actually part. This all makes sense in the, in a a you know in the world, right? That's the way the world works. So it doesn't doesn't didn't matter. But again, I have them roll when it matters. So combat jumping across a cliff, trying a reaction roll would be something I would do. But what I do is I do that first. I roll and I go, what's the state of mind of this person? Then we interact role play wise and we decide, you know, and actually that's how you're supposed to do it in 5e as well. Uh, Even though people don't know that, but if actually read the DMG, then once you have their state of mind, you can then use role play to adjust it. And then you can roll the dice if it seems unlikely or whatever.
0: Well, to me, that is perhaps the most elaborately constructed Uh, formula for fudging that I've ever heard because when you say when you say this is the narrative. If I, I, you know, he's not, going. if if he, I've set it up such that even though he's feeble-minded, he can't throw any spells. So therefore, it doesn't matter whether or not they throw, you know, this, and I can't right. reconstruct it. You'd have to go back and listen to it. But it's still just a fudge. You're just saying, no. I'm not going to say. It's not that fudging because I'm not lying. The spell is the spell. The spell, okay. I'm going to tell you guys that ordinarily this spell works this way. But for the narrative that I'm constructing in this game. I'm not constructing I'm going to let you have that. I am that. not constructing I'm
1: just Here is the difference Here is the difference And this is where you're getting all I'm going to pick your little words apart And you do that KR thing I'm not constructing the narrative the, the narrative is constructed by the world It already exists Fine, you want to say I'm fudging? Say I'm fudging Fine. Okay, you, you fudge all the time Well, that's no, I'm you just it. You're, you you're, you're in my giving games. me a reason I,
0: Why you didn't use the dispel magic rule Because you're saying, I'm not using sense. it for these reasons And that's okay That's It makes perfect sense It's not sense okay But it's, it's, it's not. like it you're making a a decision there It's nothing is generating that outside Fine. of you Whereas the, the spell Character magic? Right. Rule, there's
1: the rule. Yep. Right? That's it Colin, tell us the KR is right. Yep.
0: No, no, no. You're I'm You sure are I'm not wrong listening this, beyond
1: but... my you are not listening beyond what I'm saying. I am explaining to you how as a dungeon master, I make decisions okay. in the world because that's our job as dungeon master is to referee the game and look at it. If we make the dice make all the decisions, then we're not doing anything. We're just rolling dice and we're boring and we're making somebody sit there for 4 hours to dig a tunnel like you mentioned at the beginning. That makes no sense. If it's just going to be done, let it be done. Every edition of d d says this. I don't know about Pathfinder. I don't play it. d d 5e even says, you don't need to roll if it, if it just needs to happen. That's in the purview of the Dungeon Master. Fudging the dice is changing what you decided. You say, oh, they roll eight points of damage, and then the person goes, oh, I'm dead then. All right, instead it's seven. That's, to me, that's fudging. Because that but to me it, is well, changing Well, But what, what if you the, tell them?
0: I rolled eight, but I'm going to say seven because I you I, you guys have really worked hard for this, and I don't. I don't know. That, it, I know. So I wouldn't do that. Seven. I wouldn't roll. Why? I, I, Why? Well, wouldn't roll. So you're setting it up. So you're saying I don't want to roll and say that. So I'm going to no. create this what I say is a false distinction, which is just no, 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 no. It's no, no just no, no, tell no. them. If you just tell them, you know what? It missed, and don't worry about it because the battle was a little unfair no, or no, something no, or whatever. No, no, you guys have put no, a lot of effort in and everything. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Again, why
0: Why is that not a distinction? Because, why is that but, not the same thing?
1: Okay, so listen to words I'm saying. Okay. In the case that I described, the Dispel Magic, it didn't matter. It didn't change the game. Nothing changed except for the way the players felt about what went on in the situation. A combat where somebody could die, that changes the game. A spell where if he had more spells, he could have them that changes the game a spell that opens a door a spell that finds something a magic item that they find all those things change the game in this place that i'm talking about nothing changes the same exact thing happens basically is that they-
0: magic user going to just is he going to just disappear the next round and they'll never see him again
1: no but if is, he gonna gonna now- is he never going to interact with them
0: is he never going to have any influence on the game I mean, what is he? I mean, he's gonna, if he doesn't, if, if he just disappears, I get it. He's not gonna, it's just kind of a flavor thing, and you did that, and I gave you the dispel. But mm-hmm, if he's mm-hmm. gonna be a magic user in your world eventually to start throwing spells and stuff, that changes yep. the game.
1: So let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you were a magic user, doesn't let's, it, say, or, let's say, or, let's say, I, say Yes
0: or no? I mean, I'm just asking. No, no just it doesn't see, mean is yes, or no question. We're not a lawyer
1: and we're not in court. Yes. Well, he's no, in the I'm game. asking.
0: You're telling you're, me that it's not changing the game as the crux of your very argument, and I'm saying, how how do you know he's not going to change the game? Of course, it's going to change the game. I've already explained making it multiple that decision times. change the game, and that's when, okay. When you, it's are bad okay. about it. But why why have this distinction of only when it doesn't change the game? Where does that come from? Of course, it does. I mean, when everything you, does. So when that's you listen okay. back,
1: but, when you listen back, okay, to the, go I, ahead. When you listen back to the end, right. you will hear me say this three to four times. Now, this is going to be the fifth time I've explained it to you.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: As soon as they were out of the dungeon, he had resources to get his feeble mind gone. So it didn't matter if he he was field-minded. He can't cast any spells until he's out of the dungeon. If they had failed to dispel magic, do you think I would have been like, well, you failed at casting the spell. I'll never help you. They rescued the guy. They tried. It's the exact same result. Nothing changed in the world. Because they made the effort to help him, he is now an ally. He still can't cast spells. He's still weakened. He's still not in any state. In fact, now because they they've they've like I said made an investment in him they're more likely to try to save him so if anything that changed and that's a change for the positive that they made that choice. you're saying oh no no the world's changing because they that one role wasn't made that's absolutely wrong that's I'm wrong just I'm not saying so the world many is, levels. here's what
0: I'm saying what what is the dispel magic why do a dispel magic on the guy's feeble mind what purpose does it serve because you're saying it doesn't matter what they roll. It's just a formality. No, I didn't like, say. Why that. are they doing that? What what happened when they threw the dispel magic on him? What changed? He was now unfeeble minded he, But you said I'm not going to give him spells, That's right. so he could speak to them reasonably. Okay, he so like, no. Crazy. Okay,
1: all right. So let's rewind back because clearly you don't know what feeble mind does in uh, original edition. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, feeble mind I, I just I makes just it so you cannot cast spells. Editions. Go ahead. Feeble mind means you can't cast spells. That's all it does. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't make you. So they a
0: threw Okay, so what then they did was they, they made they dispel- it so he can now
1: cast spells, which he would have been able to do once he got out of the dungeon, anyways. And since you have to have a full rest before you can memorize any spells, and since he doesn't have any spells in his head, nothing has changed. That nothing changed except for the fact that they made the effort to do it, and it didn't actually it didn't matter. So that's why the role wasn't made. As I said, if it made a difference, if there were like somewhere where he was going to be able to sit down and memorize wish spells and start helping them out. You better believe I would have had a roll for it because that would change the game. There was no change whether they succeeded or not. So why have them fail? Why even roll if it if she, I well, roll when it, when, it, when I agree with interesting that a, a
0: thousand percent? I'm talking about situations where it makes a difference. I'm not talking about that that right, if that's he can ta- it, it doesn't have any are, effect on his mental capacity or his saying memory or anything, you then, are then saying, it's nothing.
1: Right, and you are saying, see, what you're doing is you're saying because you did that that one time you are give them the slippery slope fallacy, where next no, no, you know i to I totally and misunderstood.
0: Everybody. I am not saying that at all. Not, not yeah, at all. That's if you exactly what I said. where you are giving me a situation, where, you're the, you're the, me a situation exactly where it doesn't mean said. anything. You're giving me a situation that it doesn't mean well, that's anything what I and said. say, look, how I hand wave this because it doesn't mean Well, of course not. It doesn't matter. It's all flavor. If that he, is exactly He's not. I thought said. he was like lost his mind or something. Like he, no. he couldn't talk or he was. And what difference does it make whether he's feeble minded? Exactly. It made no difference. So it's nothing. It's no, you're not, you're not, you're not changing anything. You're not doing anything. I'm talking about actually making decisions in the world where you're hand waving something and not where it doesn't make any difference. I'm talking about where it really makes a difference. And you're saying, you know what? I'm just going to have you guys be able to do this or that. I'm I'm going to let you guys dig the thing because I don't want to go through all those rolling and whatever, because I just want you to dig the tunnel. Not, It doesn't matter. That, that has, that had no bearing on anything. It didn't, it didn't mean anything. That was my point. So it's nothing. You're not talking about fudging or anything. You're just, it's a total flavor thing. It's like whether they have red hair or brown hair, it doesn't make it. I decided he could yeah. have red hair. They wanted him to have red hair. And I said, fine, let him have red hair. I don't, you know, doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. Right. But what does that have to do with the real serious issue of I'm going to make a change. Based on, they, they put effort in or whatever, I, and I'm not going to let the dice decide something. I'm going to decide it because it's narrative. And so that's what I'm talking about, where it really makes a difference. And well, you're saying you never do that.
1: Uh, this, or, or I not. would not say that either. I say I only roll when it's interesting. Like, if it doesn't matter, why would I roll? Like, crossing the street, casting a spell that doesn't actually make an effect right now. I mean, the only but effect nobody really- would.
0: Right. I, I guess mean, if they I, that's had left okay, him but... there and
1: been like, oh, you know what, too bad, then that would have made a difference in the world. But they had already rescued him. They already were saving him. If they got to the surface, he would have got dispelled. It wasn't a big deal, but they chose to do it then, which is something I like to see in my players. It's heroic. And they know that if they act in ways that work with the narrative, right, they're heroes that try to do things, they will be rewarded because that's how my world works. My world doesn't work like, too bad, haha, everybody's evil, stab you in the back. They know that doing good deeds will help them move forward. That's just how my world works. It's how I adjudicate things. If you don't do that, and everybody's just whatever, I roll randomly and they stab you in the back, or they don't. Well, no, they, they they're going to know.
0: That's okay. So that's a thing where you have an unspoken situation. Whereas if you act in a certain way, but I think we all do. I'm, I'm going to reward point. you. I'm going to reward you in this way, which is which is okay because everybody figures out every GM style how they're going to reward things. And then you might have a person that just plays by the dice, and you know, oh, this person they don't they don't reward anything. They're just there. Right. They're just playing this out like a simulation, and that may be fun for you, or that may be a nightmare for you. But
1: see, that's but- not a simulation, I would argue, because everybody has motivations. Everybody does certain things. Certain being good is its own reward. Things carry forward. If I just roll the dice, and every person I meet, I roll a reaction roll, on it's like. Well, what about the villages that we saved, and they know about? Too bad, and are a reaction roll. They might just hate you. What about? Well, no, you person? wouldn't. I mean, well, it's not a random. It's not random. <laughs> well, Why are you rolling dice? They are random. Because dice are it, literally randomizers. Well, <laughs> because you you just said you roll reactions before
0: combat. Do you not roll reactions to people from people I, I the I do roll when they reactions. meet someone, or do you just it, right? But do you, not, you don't roll any reactions.
1: It would depend. If the if the party comes back and has rescued, about look for in my campaign. They rescued a bunch of children for this village. Whenever they show up in that village, everybody in that village loves the party. They rescued well, all nobody, the children.
0: Yeah, nobody's going to roll for that. I mean, unless you unless well, you just say, that, if you, that, I, I'm going to roll 1 to 100, and I rolled a one reaction to you saving the, part, the children. Mm-hmm. And you said the villagers hate you. I would say, well, that's clearly a misuse of the dice. <laughs> if you're going to roll 1 what? to 100, and they rescue the children, that's 1 exactly. to 100 plus 100. So they're either 100 right. or a you know 199 or whatever. Right. So, so why roll? That's that's a bad application of rolling. You know, it's it's not just truly random. Nothing's random. You get that's why when you get better as a fighter, you get pluses to your chance to hit. I mean, that's just how it works. You're you're but, but you're, you're still, still running humble. a simulation. You're rolling to see if you hit because you could always miss or almost always if 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 unless you're really powerful, but if you have the old some kind of one or something. So those are things where there's definitely a chance to hit, but if you rescue the kids at the village Mm-hmm. the idea that they're going to roll a negative reaction is just a you know, I rolled a one. What can I tell you? Well, that's a ridiculous scale of one to a hundred. When, right. when you did this thing, you're just misapplying a role. So let's say what you're I'm person saying that is players will get the idea. That one. Oh, ro- play heroic, play the good guy in Daniel's world. And you will be- do better than yeah. if you play non-heroic. I mean, and, and you just go, oh, I, who wants that? Of course I want to play heroic. I like that kind of game. So I'll just play along. And right, he's not going to necessarily roll things in certain situations but still at some level if you want to just say fudging is i rolled a 10 and i'm not going to take the 10 that's fudging but if i don't roll and i just make decisions about what should be necessary because again the i feel like the feeble mind is kind of weak because there's no difference i'm talking about somewhere really makes a difference and you decide no. Eh, i think for the narrative i'm just going to let that one go and but you don't tell, or you say, I'm going to do this. You tell them, I don't want to do this because it's going to be this, this, and this. Because I've done that, too. Mm-hmm. I, I Mine main, mainly are just like, I don't want to waste time negotiating with the townspeople. They, mm-hmm. they would accept you. You rescued the kids. They're going to give you whatever you want. Let's move on. I'm not going to roll that out. So that's visible. But I still may have somebody in the town who secretly hates them and is scheming against them and whatever and undermining them or whatever. But that's I'm not necessarily rolling them either. Saying, "Oh, did you, did the rescuing the kids help them? They don't care about kids. They're secretly scheming." So you're just it making make things any up. Difference to them, they're they're you're just making
1: things up to work with the narrative of the world.
0: I'm saying that they're a bad person. So right. when they, just like people we know in real life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when they see something that should be good, they recreate that because they're malignant narcissists or whatever. That's what makes them evil. Is everything right. that's twisted around? They twist it into their own thing, right? They're they're evil. Mm-hmm. But I may create something if the players interact with that person and help them. Where suddenly they go, well, these guys are actually more useful to me. They still might be a malignant narcissist, but the players interact with that NPC and do something, and then I'm going to change the way they do. But I'm not going to go. Well, let me roll. Let me just roll to see if that happens.
1: Right, and let's I'm say, just gonna, let's say that you as did, I'm though. playing. Let's say you're one of those people, because I I love this thing too, this supposedly old school thing, where I just roll stuff behind the the screen so players think I'm rolling. I don't do that either. If somebody is a jerk and I role play them as a jerk, they should get the hint that this guy's a jerk, right? This is how I do it. That's just how I run my game. If you don't want to do that and you want to keep everything secret or you want to roll for everything or you roll and you're like, oh, no, this guy's a jerk. He shouldn't like him. So I'm just going to make that a low roll. And that to me is fudging because what's the point? I don't understand the point of pretending like there was a chance that something could happen when really you were controlling it. To me, that is fudging. It is lying to the players for, straight up, and people don't like when I use the word lie, but that's what it is. You're saying I'm rolling to determine this, but I'm really not. I already know what's going to happen.
0: If well, I, am I didn't say that, yeah, I wouldn't roll that. If, if I am just making to, something to say, happen, I'm not saying I would roll it. I'm just right, saying. But I'm saying but there are people that say,
1: but I'm say, only
0: going to give you a ten percent chance. If you do this, this person is so evil that there's only a 10% chance. That's how you want to adjudicate it. But you could sure. just say, I'm not even going to roll that. You know, that's all I'm saying. And then you got to stick with that roll. If you say it's 10% and they right. roll at 0.5. I had a thing the other day where I gave somebody, they, there was this lava thing in this tunnel, and they, they wanted to try to figure out how to lower this lava. And I said, well, there's only like a 5% chance. whatever. The guy rolled zero 0.4. Yeah, so nice. I was like, well, okay, that's the. you figured out how to lower the lava. Because I thought I wanted to give him a chance. I didn't say 0. But I said it was highly unlikely, so they went through all this effort, and the guy rolls, and it's this gnome monk crazy guy that always makes these rolls, and they all went berserk because he rolled a zero four. So they lowered the lava. So, uh, but I, but I said it's it's very low chance. But I gave him the chance, right? Mm-hmm. And I had him roll it. But again, I wasn't gonna go. Well, go ahead and roll it, and think to myself, there's no chance, because I would just say, there's no chance right. you can't do it. Don't I mean, you can roll all you want. There's no chance. Once I give them that chance. Or or if there was was like like a switch that
1: you throw to lower the lava and they threw the switch, you wouldn't roll for that either, right? Because that makes sense. No, if
0: it was obvious, lava level, I wouldn't roll. But,
1: (laughs) you you know, (laughs) know. so. Yeah, so my point is that fudging is when you lie to the players, pretending like something is something when it's not. Whereas if you just make a narrative choice, that's your purview as the GM. You don't have to roll for anything. Rolling is something that you decide to do as the GM when it's unclear if it's clear that what's going to happen, then you don't roll for it. You don't have to roll for it. The, the, the rules say you don't have to roll for it. They say only roll when the, the go and the, every, uh, well, they don't actually say that no D but the, it's implied. And even five, E says, you don't have to roll, you know, it, it, you no, you don't. I mean, decide. there's
0: people that don't roll. I mean, I, I only watched those kind of games that are just totally narratively driven and, and they're not, they don't well, want yeah, it. My game is all all that not that. I have and, a lot
1: of dice rolling at my game. I don't have a lot of combat because the players are usually smart and avoid it because they know they can die real easily. But I have a lot of dice rolling. I mean, they dice rolled to to, to free the guy because they didn't want to use a spell to free him, and there was a magical thing there. They had to roll for that. They fought a bunch of monsters to get to the guy. They had to roll reaction when they met the person in the next room when they were trying to drag this guy out. There was a lot of stuff going on. But when it comes down to it, all these things happened, and casting or not the Dispel Magic would have not have changed the game. So to go roll that and then have them fail and be like, okay, so... He's still feeble-minded and now he can't cast any spells until you get to the surface when you're just going to, you know, everybody's going to take every spell, select a spell magic and just do it, right? Or you're going to bring him to a more powerful wizard. You're going to know... But it didn't you know make any difference. It, it didn't that's make right. one
0: bit of difference anyway. It's just Which, a which is why it. I didn't do it. That that's what I'm point. talking about. And, things that do make a difference. Well, that's, and, and that's is, that's it, the distinction Because right, yeah, yeah, that, right. that, that this example is I
1: started. didn't Because the same any is true when you're running the game. If you don't need... The point is, is you have to trust your players. Players have to trust the GM that when they're making decisions, they'll do what's feels right for what's going on in the world. You know, players shouldn't do random crazy stuff. GMs shouldn't do random crazy stuff. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. If they do, you won't trust your GM, and that's when the dice rolling has to happen all the time. If you're constantly having people that were good stab your players in the back, Now they don't trust anybody. They're constantly going to be like, insight check, insight check, insight check, because that's what those things were built on, is non-trusting tables. That was kind of my point from the very beginning. We went way off course in a super long podcast about you (laughs) misinterpreting what I was trying to say. That's why I started with the trust thing. And the same is true for the players. If the GM says, okay, that's fine, don't be like, well, I want to roll. You just have to kind of understand they're doing it for a reason. There's a reason why we do. Like, if somebody, let's say it was impossible to dispel it, I could just say, Okay, you cast a spell it doesn't work. And then they go, "Well, hold on, I get a roll." Okay, you have a negative 75%. It's like they wouldn't know that. You just know it doesn't work. And I'm not going to make them roll if it doesn't work. I just tell them because making them roll, this is why I would do this. By the way, this is more of a gamist thing. And it has nothing to do with narrative. If I make them roll and then they happen to roll really terrible, they'll think they failed because they rolled really terrible, not because it's impossible. But I want the the characters to understand this is such powerful magic. You don't have a chance. So when they cast their spell, I wouldn't not have them cast it. I would just say it just blows back at you. You have no chance of doing it. I wouldn't go roll and then be like, nope, you failed. I don't play that way. I I give them the chances. So
0: there's two things there that I would say. The first one is you're rolling all the time with the table. You just said that, right? So when, when you say, go ahead and roll to see if you can push this over, do you say, and here's your percentage chance. You have a, 10% to 10% or 20%. Yes. Or some people will just say, go ahead and roll. And then you look at it and go, no, you don't do it.
1: No, whatever you choose them. to do. You can I announce to them what them. the
0: chance is, or you could just say, well, right. I always way.
1: tell them to right. answer your question. Always, always. Tell okay.
0: Them. All time. right. So, but you don't have to. You don't have to tell them anything. You don't have you to, to say, but I will go ahead I and roll for it. Them. Right. So, that's a thing that you're doing. Your personal style of play is you're mm-hmm. going to say, and I used to always say to people, I'll give you a 25% chance. I'll give you the half 50, 50, Mm. whatever it is. I tell them beforehand so that they roll because it's more exciting and it's more this and that, but whatever, that's just a personal choice of the GM, but you are rolling and you're saying there's a Mm. chance here. Uh, But in real life, of course, you might have a reasonable idea of what it takes to do something, but you never know. Uh, I used to work in, in uh, machine building and stuff. And you, something was, you think it would work, and you build this whole thing and it doesn't work. And you're like, why does this not work? And then you discover there was some aspect of it that you hadn't considered. And there was actually zero chance that this was gonna work, but you thought it was gonna be no problem. And that's just lack of information. So in the real world, there are no percentages per se. There's some, but a lot of times you'll have undiscovered. I mean, that's the thing. So I will have things where you have no idea. You can go ahead and roll. I'm not gonna necessarily say, I want to try to. Can I try to investigate this? And I say, okay, go ahead and see if you can't you know, roll, or I'll roll secretly behind if it's one of those insights or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. I don't feel the need to say, uh, I'm not going there's no chance for you to do this. Therefore, I'm not going to have you roll, just to tell them that. But again, I feel like that's just a personal preference. Well, okay. So, of, no, that that's good. Right. So I like so I'm this. not fooling them by having them secretly roll or whatever. So, right. So, so, so what I would do
1: to, differently there is I would roll it. If I knew that there was a a, a that I, that they were un, they were unclear right if they were like is there a secret door in this room. I roll that. If maybe right. there's not a secret door there, so they don't know there's not a secret door. But if I have them roll and they roll really they roll the number that's successful right, they'll know. Oh, I I should have found it and I didn't, so there's not one here. So I would roll for that right. I would say okay, well, uh, no, you don't find anything you know and then that's it so that's a different kind of thing that's when they don't know the chance but if they know, and that, then there's you know a, if it's reasonable there's a
0: narrative do. thing with that too where sometimes if they if there's a secret door they're trapped in a dungeon and there's a secret door and they've rolled and they can't get it you're not going to say even if the rule in your system says once you've tried to search for a secret door let's say you have to wait 24 hours to search again i don't know some narrative i, I you know again a game system But we're not going to sit there for a day because so you just say if you're in this room for three hours and you're just searching every square foot and you've found a million secret doors in the past, you're going to find the secret door. Unless I set it up that it's magically constructed such that you have to do certain things to discover it. And that's the way it goes. But because narratively. We're we're going to continue to move along. We're not going to be trapped. And again, you've set yourself up as a GM, and you created this dungeon where you have yeah, the secret door. That, that to me, that, my, that's a bad bad, yeah, bad practice, dungeon design. Right?
1: <laughs> this is something right. we should talk about. This but you bad can you can
0: have that as being uh, you got to cross the Mississippi River, mm-hmm. right? The Mississippi River is between you and where you want to go, and that's a hard river to cross. And so, right. as a player, you got to figure that out. And if you just say, "Well, we don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do." Then you're going to be like, well, you're standing there on the river. I don't know what to tell you, right? You're not going to say, oh, okay, you cross the river because I don't want to. I want to keep going. I don't want this to end, but because you've set up the Mississippi River, so you gotta, you gotta say, well, what are, what are you doing? What are you trying? Let's see. Let's see. Well, we're going to get in a raft. Okay, can you build a raft? And then, how big is that raft? And I'm going across the Niagara River, and we've had this discussion before. Where are you? And I'm going to say, okay, well, it's not very good odds on that. So you're going to try that, and the player's probably going to go, no. Because, but if you've set up a narrative, they've got to get across the Niagara River. You as a GM better be willing to, there there should be some way for them to get across because everything is just going to stop in its tracks, right? So again, those, but everything is built. And it's interesting that you said, which I think is really important in your world, they're rolling dice all the time. Of course, you're not just saying, oh, I love the way you describe that. You get to, you know, or you didn't do a very good job. So now that didn't work. There's rolls. There's rolling. There's percentages. Right. There's chances. when there's
1: consequences so, or of, of yeah. succeeded or not. There's a roll always. That's when you roll. And there's a
0: and that's and that's luck, right? It's based on you're modifying the luck. It's much easier right. for Michael Jordan to. What are the chances he can dunk this basketball? Ninety nine percent. He mm-hmm. might once in a hundred or once you know bounce it off the rim. What are the chances that I'm going to dunk a basketball? Zero one or something. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. That's... So we know that we know that right. those chances. What happens is in that narrative style, when you're saying, I'm going to just hand wave this, I'm just going to, if there was a chance, not when it doesn't mean anything, but if there was a chance, but narratively, I'm not, I I just want to keep moving along. Then you are in some sense fudging, but you're saying, no, it's only when you lie. And that's what this right back to is. Well, I I love the fact that not trusting players means that they roll a lot or they want to roll insight checks because I think that's just your world not necessarily the GM, but that would be for another discussion, I guess,
1: because that's another long thing. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to hear your voice on the show, give us a call. You can find all the ways to do that in the show notes. If you'd like to see more RPG content from us, you can find us both on YouTube, KR at d Homebrew and myself at Bandits Keep. Those are also linked in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a rating, ideally on Apple Podcasts, as it helps the show be seen by more people. And we'll see you next week.